Good morning, church. Let's bow our heads and pray together. Father, we just give thanks for your goodness to us. We thank you for bringing us all here today, for the way you have touched each of our lives. We give thanks most of all for sending your son Jesus to die for us and take our sin on himself so that we can be reconciled and restored to you. Father, in a week where the world is marvelling at the landing on another planet of the Perseverance rover and all the human effort and accomplishment, we can't help being reminded that you created not only the humans who've accomplished this, but the massive universe full of planets, stars and galaxies that we've barely even begun to put our toe into. Lord, we bring our concerns before you as well. We think of the situation in Myanmar and pray for peace and justice there. For our Christian brothers and sisters, in particular, that you would keep them safe and provide them with what they need. We pray for those parts of the world too that are experiencing record cold. We ask that you would give wisdom to the authorities you have placed there, that they would act wisely and well and without partiality in distributing resources to those in need. Closer to home, Father, we lament the passing of the termination bill in our own lower house. Father, we ask that you would continue to work in the hearts and minds of those who are in a position to stop it moving through the Legislative Council. Father, we know that you are over all of this. You know what's going on. We read in the Gospels, Father, that you number the hairs of our heads. You know us. You care about us. You care about all of us. And so we trust that you would intervene in this case for justice. Finally, Father, we turn to today's celebration of hills. We give thanks for our pastors through the years, for David and Narina, David and Judy, and now for Sam and Joe. Bless and encourage them all, Father, in what they're doing now. And particularly, Father, we pray for Sam and Joe, and we ask that you would give them wisdom and the resources they need to lead us well. We give thanks for others, Father, who have held leadership roles and contributed to the life of the church over the last couple of decades. And we again pray for wisdom and insight for those who are in positions of leadership now as they support Sam and Joe. Most of all, Father, we pray that you would send your Holy Spirit to bring us a fresh revelation of your Son, Jesus, our ultimate shepherd and leader who became a suffering servant so that we might live and have eternal life. We give thanks for your goodness to us all. In Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you, Ben. Trust that you're watching online. Thank you for those prayers. It's wonderful to be prayed for as, as your pastor. Uh, really, really appreciate that. And wasn't it wonderful just to celebrate together this morning in, in worship, uh, in word, just to, to celebrate together. Uh, and as Wayne and others have shared, as we, as we look back over the, the 23 years we've been together, it's not, it's not in order to just look back, but it's to know that God is faithful that our God is good, that he has done amazing things amongst us. And because of that, we can trust and be uh, anticipating the future, knowing that he is trustworthy and faithful to continue the good work that he's begun in us. And so this morning, uh, we're going to be doing some things a little bit differently to a a normal service. Uh, We are going to be doing some birthday speeches. You might be looking at me going, what are you talking about? At a birthday, we would normally uh, talk about the person whose birthday it is. We'd maybe talk about their character, some of the things that they've done, uh, things that they're proud of, uh, who they are, and celebrate uh, the character of that person whose birthday it is and celebrate 
who they are and who God has made them to be. And so the person is the object of those speeches. And so this morning, we're going to be doing birthday speeches and the church is the object of those speeches. We're going to have a number of different people sharing uh, certain stories, uh, testimony about how uh, they have been blessed, about how God has been working amongst them uh, and through the church, the body, the people that God has drawn together uh, to bring about uh, growth, to bring about faith, to bring about life uh, for them. And we, we pray that as they share and as they talk about uh, the church, that it would be a blessing to you that you would see the rich uh, heritage and the authentic uh, nature of the value of this place. In fact, uh, I'll start. And um, when uh, Joe and I first uh, came to the hills, there was a service just like the one we're going to have, and a number of different people spoke and shared. And the uh, I was, I've been in ministry for many years and you know, in a, a paid a ministry role in other churches, and... Many times uh, in those places when someone got up to share, it was to sort of show uh, some theological insight or some deep understanding of the scriptures or, or something like that. And then we came to this service where people shared and they shared sorrow. They shared life. They shared, uh, you know, guts and all, what was happening for them. And there was tears and there was genuine uh, vulnerability. And Joe and I were just blown away. We kind of walked away. What, what was that? <laughs> but that's the nature uh, and, and part of what makes this church, church. People being willing to share. People re- being willing to be real about what's actually happening in their lives and, and the way that God is at work amongst them. That, that be an encouragement to others who perhaps are also going through a similar thing. So I'm going to begin by handing over to our founding pastor, Dave Smythe, who's going to share and uh, give us our first birthday speech. Thank you, Sam. Yes, today we celebrate a birthday, the 2023rd birthday of the church. Jesus started it 2,023 years ago. He said, I will build my church and the gates of hell will never prevail against it. Well, the Hills Christian Family Centre is an outreach of Jesus Church and today we celebrate 23 years. As Sam said, all birthdays are good to celebrate and our individual birthdays provide opportunity for those who love us to show their love encourage us and celebrate our lives. To illustrate that point, three cards that have so blessed me. Firstly, you're not old until the fat lady sings. I open the card. (laughs) The other one, just a lovely little card. Happy birthday and remember... You're not old until people start giving you reading material with large print. (laughs) And then finally, uh, we get to this. 
I thought you might like a card with a religious message. So good, I was looking forward to it. God, you're old. (laughs) So encouraging. So with those encouraging examples in mind, I'll share a few thoughts celebrating the church birthday. So much to give thanks for. From the 22nd of February 1998 to the 21st of February 2021, 1,196 Sundays plus a lot of fun days. Now I've still got the minutes of every leaders meeting uh, from my time in leadership so I'm going to read from a couple of them today. Firstly, we started on the 22nd of February 98. This leaders meeting, leaders meeting occurred on the 24th day of February 98, so two days later. Firstly, we said, the completeness of all the duties and work around the church, everyone worked well together. It was a great start. Well done, everyone. Secondly, Sunday school worked well for all ages and the children had a good time. Thirdly, Margie Pillar, Margie's children's item went well, but it was good that she only went halfway through the book. Trevor suggested that the depth of worship was not there, but after debate it was considered the worship was there. (laughs) They're right here in the minutes. The three people present at the leaders meeting, David Smythe, Trevor Pillar and David Rax, and it was held at the Pillar Ranch, your place. Okay, five. There was a good spread of cakes laid out after the service, most important. (laughs) Six, a good day overall. And then uh, two weeks later, our next meeting, um, firstly, good reports from the Sunday school. The children want to come back. (laughs) Children's item next week, to include guinea pigs. (laughs) The Dentons and the Mays house group plans were shown. Gold elephant stamped to them, whatever that means. Trevor commended that David's sermon had hit the heart of the word. David was critical of the length and delivery of his sermon, but not the content. David also felt he was uptight and should rest in God. Yeah. (laughs) Finally, from the minute, 84 persons were present. 53 adults, 31 children. Praise God. Okay, wrong page. Only five minutes and I've still got notes. That's life these days. I still get them mucked up. Here we go. I do appreciate the opportunity to thank God for his provision. Firstly, of our premises, the Blackwood Primary School gym, where we started, then the Blackwood High School Performing Arts Centre, and now the hospital for you. Secondly, principles. How good to have God's word to guide us. We'd be in big trouble without his word. Psalm 119, 105. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my pathway. And thirdly, his provision of people. You know the church isn't a building, it's people. 
The journey of 23 years has been made with so many faithful people. You. We're family. We're in it together. Thank you so much. And let's obey the second commandment the best we can, to love one another. So we thank God for his provision, but above all, we thank God for his presence, his person. What a privilege to know, to grow, and to show, and to flow in God's love. You know, it's not about religion, it's about relationship. People ask me now that I'm not the lead pastor in the church, what do I do? I say, I just hang out with Jesus. My advice to you, hang out with Jesus. Psalm 25. To you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. In you I trust, O my God. Show me your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Guide me in your truth and teach me, for you are God, my Saviour, and my hope is in you all day long. Finish my words by focusing on people. Just want to read again from the minutes. Great to have young couples at church today. David and Margaret, I won't mention surnames, Ian and Rodney, James and Sally, Mark and Sharon, Greg and Sally, Shannon and Lynn. Sadly, none of those people are attending at church. I don't know where they are. Stats. Wayne mentioned I, I may get to stats, and I've shared them with you before. I think there's been 200 people that I've had about that have been a part of this family and, and on our directory that are no longer with us for one reason or another. Sadly, some have died. Some have relocated. Some attend another church. Others perhaps not attending church. But thankfully, another 200 have become a part of the family. If you work that out over 23 years, it's about 10 people leaving, 10 people coming in each year. So it's not all that bad. It happens. And I've estimated that we've touched base with about 1,000 people. That's through all the different services we have, baby dedications when families come, uh, through, through baptisms, uh, through courses that we've run, Easter services and uh, Cafe Christmas. So that's a lot of people. Now, I get quite emotional when I look at my directions and, and read that minute and, and wonder where these people are because they're not just a stat, they're people that God loves. And the lesson we have to learn from this and I hope and pray that a seed was planted in every one of those lives that had contact with this church, however brief or however long, that is still alive and is still growing. Let's learn from the past, plan for the future, but live in today. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Hebrews 3.13 Encourage one another daily as long as it is called today. Let's do it, church. Happy birthday to you. 
who are in fact the church that we call the Hills Christian Family Centre. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you, Dave. You said that uh, we should encourage one another, and I just want to say you have been a huge encouragement to both me and Joe and to um, so many people. I think that thousand people that you mentioned have been encouraged by you and your words and your, your genuineness of heart and your, your wanting to follow Jesus. So thank you. We appreciate it. All right. I'm going to uh, pass over to John Callis now. He's just going to come and share something that's happened recently in the life of our church and he just wants to feed that back and to give thanks for that. Thanks, Sam. Yandra, that's good morning for Fijian. I just wanted to explain a few things because you people were so generous to me and the villagers of Nambakeru, not for me personally, of course. Uh, for the food drop, I, asked, I was asked to send there. And the food actually went from Latoka, 150 miles out to a village called Nambakeru, which is on the Sawa Island on the Blue Lagoon. Anyway, on behalf of myself and Denise, I've just lost my bit of paper now, <laughs> and uh, the villagers of Namakero, especially the chief who is, uh, we call him the chief, but in the Fijian language, is Ratu. He did send a message to me and he said, may God bless the people and their generous giving and caring hearts from the people of Nambakeru village. That's you people and a few other people, but mainly here, okay? But we're not a charity as such. Whatever Denise and I do, we do it ourselves. If we go to Fiji, we pay for everything ourselves too. But because of such a generous giving that you all came up with, um, I want to show you where the money went to. And I've just told you how it gets there on a boat. <laughs> David, right? I'll get in here. Okay. We did get a small shipment up there before Christmas. In fact, it arrived in the village on Christmas Eve, which is pretty fortunate. These are some of the sacks. They're 50 kilos. And uh, there are an awful lot of these that went up. Just flick it through the next one, David. Yeah, that lady's Tara Seller. She's the chief's daughter, and she organised all this food with her brother in Latoka, but they are part of the village. Thank you, David. More sacks. Keep going, Dave. You can see how they're stacked up. These are 50 kilo each, these sacks. And uh, it took a, a fair amount on a boat, I'll tell you. Thanks, David. Um, some of the things I didn't know, they asked for food. And I don't know exactly what they want to eat. I mean, they've got the basics. They've got the rice, the sugar, and uh, the flour. Um, obviously, they do eat a lot of noodles, and there's a lot of canned stuff went. Thanks, Dave. More. <laughs> I keep going, Dave. The guy at the back there, that's Volker. <laughs> Again, some of them are, are double up, but I asked for the pictures. Keep going, Dave. And again. 
And again. And again. Is that the last one? Okay. So that took a fair bit of doing. In fact, one day I think I made something like 10 phone calls and uh, backwards and forwards. We missed another boat, a government boat. I finally got on another one and uh, all this food has gone up there now. I did have a request for some fuel. Tara Silla said, can you ring my brother in the village, John, because he wants to talk to you. And uh, he said, John, I need some fuel for the lawnmowers. The mosquitoes are really bad. The grass has grown. It had a massive rain that had come in. Of course, the mosses love the long grass and everything. I said, what do you want? He said, can I get 20 litres? I said, no, you can have 40 litres, all right? And the, the other request was for mosquito coils and also the ladies for some uh, uh, personal items, Yeah. There'd been no, no income coming into the village because the yachts weren't coming in because cyclone season and then COVID. So they were pretty desperate. But anyway, look, I, I really do thank you people. Uh, I just wanted to show you where your money went. And I think it's important to do that because there's so much money it doesn't get to where it should be going. Okay. Thank you very much anyway. I should, have, I should have said Vinaka Vakalevu, which is still the same. Thank you very much. Thanks, sir. Thanks, John. Uh, just another example of the generous heart of the church. Uh, I know that there's been stories before John and I came where, where a need was raised and right there in the meeting um, so money was raised for a field and uh, just, again, generous heart, amazing community that we're a part of. I'm going to head now to a video, uh, and it's a video because Kiara is going to share, but Kiara's uh, looking after our tribe at the moment, but she really wanted to share um, something on her heart. So we're going to check out the video from Kiara. Good morning, church family. Hope you're all doing really well. Sorry I couldn't physically join you in the service this morning. Uh, I'm looking after our young people over in tribe at the moment. Uh, but I just wanted to um, share my thoughts with you uh, in light of our church's uh, 23rd birthday. Well, I haven't been here for the entire 23 years that this church has been running. I have been here for 10. I've attended this church since I was 12. Uh, this is our 10th year this year. Um, and because of that, Hills CFC holds a very special place in my heart. I came to know Jesus long before and... Uh, before, long before we came to the hills and I, I'd put my faith in him long before that um, but so much has happened since then and it's happened here at the Hills Christian Family Centre besides being content just sitting in church um, on Sundays with my mum uh, listening to sermons and taking in all I could about uh, our amazing God I attended youth group um, most Friday nights uh, here at the hills until uh, until I became a young adult and uh, I, I invited my friends uh, to youth group as I grew up and I even saw some of them you know come to faith and um, and grow in their own faith um, I began serving here in this church not long after we started attending that was always something I was always super keen to do as soon as I was old enough uh, I got baptized not, not long after that happened here in this church um, as my passion and understanding for God uh, continued to grow as I got older and then when my days of simply attending Hills Youth were over 
Sam called the leadership potential out in me uh, when I just started to uh, study at uni. And it was only a matter of months after I started helping him out that uh, God took that a whole gigantic step further. And I felt that he had called me personally to leave my forensic science degree behind, uh, to go to Bible college instead, and to become a youth pastor one day. And that was amazing because God fulfilled that calling not long, not long after that. It was only a few years um, since, uh, from then that I started to run Hills Youth. And that still amazes me every time I say it or think about it. Uh, but since then, during that time as well, my faith has grown, matured and strengthened. Uh, I've grown closer and closer to God um, in a daily reading of his word and through an increasing prayer life. Uh, I've had spiritual encounters uh, through Bible college uh, in my discovery of and use of spiritual gifts as well. And in discovering and continually um, growing to trust God. Um and who he has made me to be and who he wants and, and what he wants to do through me. Uh, this church has helped raise me during the most crucial years of my life, I believe. And I have, as I have continued to step out boldly, uh, as I have served and I continue to live for God, I feel that I have stood on the shoulders of prayer, leadership and ministry giants in this church. Uh, who have and still do mentor and take really good care of me here. I have had rock solid support through the pastoral care I have received here. Uh, I strongly believe uh, that the Hills CFC is a firm rock upon which Jesus is building his church. And I'm also convinced that none of that would have happened if the Hills CFC uh, wasn't my family. And this church is my home. Uh, if God ever called me elsewhere uh, in the future, I feel it would be very hard to leave. And I don't just call it like my family or my home out of obligation um, because it's called like a family center. Uh, we moved around a lot before we um, attended the Hills and we settled here. And, and because we moved around a lot, um, I never felt like I had a church home until we attended the Hills. So that's why I call it home. And because of all that God has done in and through me um, here at this church. So it is home to me. And I feel that God has provided a place, not just for me, but for my family here at the Hills as well. Uh, our own house and a place to reside and a place to call home. And it's, it's amazing that because he promised the same thing to King David. And in saying that, I just want to finish this um, by reading to you from 2 Samuel uh, chapter 7. Uh, there's verses uh, 10 through to 12 here. Uh, and it says, I will provide a place for my people Israel and I will plant them so that they can have a home of their own and no longer be disturbed. Wicked people will not oppress them anymore as they did in the beginning and have done ever since the time I appointed leaders over my people Israel. I will also give you rest from all your enemies. The Lord declares to you that 
the Lord himself will establish a house for you. And I believe that promise uh, stands for all of us. It wasn't just exclusive to David at the time. Um, God has a place for us to be planted, uh, to come to when life gets us down uh, and to rest and be restored in, uh, in Jesus' name, and a place for us to be filled and to contribute to the outworking of God's kingdom uh, here on earth today. And I pray that, like I have come to uh, experience, that that you feel the same way that you um, come to experience that feeling um, here at the hills, hopefully. Um, because uh, as for me and my house, which, and I call my house like this church, um, I serve the Lord. And, and that's because of all that God has done for me here at this church. So happy birthday, Hill CFC. Love you lots. Um, bless you all church family. Uh, have a great rest of the day and a wonderful week ahead and hold on to that promise uh, that God has a place for you. See ya. Fantastic. Might be, might be great for one or two of you after church to maybe grab uh, Kiara and thank her for her willingness to share and, and uh, what, what she shared. It was really, really personal. Um, I'm going to actually ask Kiara's mum, Carol, up just for a few moments. She she's wants to share as well. Hello. Definitely out of my comfort zone. <laughs> and as you might have noticed, my ceiling needs painting. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, I've just done a little rhyme because I'm not really very good at talking in front of people. So, <laughs> um, For the last 10 years, I have called Hills my church home, listened to many of David's messages, one with Henry in tow. I tried to sneak out on my very first day till a voice in the car park yelled, see ya, have a nice day. That was David Smythe. <laughs> For 20-plus years at the school the Hills met, they set up and packed up and worked up a sweat. COVID then hit, sent the world in a spin, and our now pastor Sam cried, they won't let us back in. <laughs> <laughs> we had overstayed our welcome in our previous abode, so after packing up the truck, we moved to Laffer's Road. I was asked to express what this church means to me, just three simple words, it's my family. It is home group and joy group, we laugh all the time. Homework proves challenging, but with my partners in crime, we're adept at excuses just in the nick of time. <laughs> Kudos to Richard for all your hard work. If I'm not there on Tuesday, probs I ain't done my homework. <laughs> it is friendships support, one in ten morning tea. Those friendships grow stronger, home groups are the key. It is end-of-year gatherings, being loved and supported, Music, coffee and youth, we've got it all sorted. There's Kerry, Joe and Sam, Richard, Carol and June and so many kids busting out of the room. With Kerry as kids leader, their future is bright as I'm sure she plans their programs well into the night. It's opportunities to serve and step out in faith and just for today, we have COVID save cake. <laughs> <laughs> Some beautiful souls and ones never forgotten, Kathy Rose and young Hannah, 
and never forget the great David Potter. With changes for so many, both at home and within, our prayer team are kept busy. We must wear them quite thin. I have grown lots in my faith in such a short time. So sorry, I know my words don't quite rhyme. (laughs) So now you all know what this church means to me. You are all very special. You are all family. I think we need a copy of that rhyme. <laughs> Maybe we can put it up on the wall or something, frame it. That's great. Uh, just just one more um, person to share. Um, uh, ben was supposed to be present today as, as he prayed uh, on the video, uh, and he was unwell, but he really wanted to, to share what was on his heart. So he has done a video for us. So we're going to look to the screen again uh, as Ben shares about the Hills Christian Family Centre. Good morning, church. Happy birthday as you meet together today. Um, I was looking at the Bible for some verses related to birthdays, uh, and at first glance, it's a bit grim. Um, Genesis 40, you've got Pharaoh's birthday, uh, his banquet when uh, his baker and cupbearer are both called out of prison, where they've been with Joseph, and Joseph's been interpreting their dreams. Uh, it's fair to say the results for the cupbearer and the baker are mixed. Uh, Job curses the day he's born in Job 3. Jeremiah in Jeremiah 20 does the same, and also uh, he wants no one to celebrate the day of his birth. Uh, in Matthew 14, uh, Herodias' daughter dances before Herod uh, on Herod's birthday, and the result is not great for John the Baptist. Um, so, yeah, so there's some, some grim stuff for birthdays. On the other hand, if we go back to Joshua 14, uh, we have Caleb on his 85th birthday. Uh, he's reminding Joshua and Israel that the Lord's kept him for 45 years. He said when he was 40, uh, he and Joshua and the other spies went into the promised land. Joshua and Caleb came back and said it was all great. Uh, the others didn't. And as a result, God uh, sent the Israelites into the wilderness for 40 more years, but promised Caleb and uh, Joshua that they would go into the promised land. So this is a, this is four, 45 years later. Uh, Caleb is is remembering that promise on his on his birthday uh, for wholeheartedly following the Lord. So I'm sure that there are some of you at Hills uh, who've been there from the start. There's probably a bit of both in some of your reflections. There's some good and bad, ups and downs. Um, Promises fulfilled and promises yet to be fulfilled. Uh, but, but, yeah, birthdays are a good chance to to look back, to reflect like Caleb did, looking back at God's faithfulness to him uh, through 40 years in the wilderness, and now finally ready to, to take hold of God's promise. Um, yeah, even though, as I said, even though Joshua and Caleb had been faithful, God still took them through the wilderness with the rest of the Israelites. Um, but in the end, they were the ones from that generation uh, who went into the promised land as promised. Um, I guess personally, our family has been part of Heels probably not as long as many. Um, we started regularly mid-2015, about the time David and Judy Bland took over as pastors. Uh, we knew a few people who were part of Hills. Kathy made some connections through ABA. And we came occasionally. We were involved at Parkside Baptist 
at the time, but had moved up into the hills and were looking for a local church. One of the things that stood out to us at the time about Hills was a visit from um, one of the one in 10 groups uh, that Ben Muller and, and John Moore and a few others came around and, and fixed a very bad retaining wall at our place one Saturday morning before we were part of the church. And that really stood out to us. We've been part of church cultures with, with working bees and, and ad hoc things like that, but, but a church that did that on a sustained basis was was something that, that stood out to us. Um, it was really good. And yet had a, had a, did have an impact on us. And, um, we've been part of Hills ever since through some ups and downs of our own. So going back to birthdays, this, this birthday is a chance to, to give thanks for God's faithfulness in this church. We're still here despite several moves and a recent one last year with COVID. Um, and for a fantastic heritage of outreach and service. Uh, that, that, as I said, our family have been blessed by more than once. I guess another thing to do on birthdays is to look forward. Uh, so Caleb looked forward with anticipation to, to what God would do, was about to happen for him. We can look forward as a church and see what God has for us next. What might the next 20 years look like? What do we want our church to be known for in the community and among each other? Um, well, I'm going to go straight for the Sunday school answer and talk about another birthday in the Bible uh, that we need, want to look at. So the Old Testament look forward to it. Matthew, Mark and Luke records details of it. And the whole of human history uh, pivots around it, basically, whether it wants to or not. So without the birth of Jesus 2,000 years ago, we wouldn't be here celebrating the birth of our church. None of us would be here. And that's what I want to finish off my birthday speech uh, with today. That while it's great to celebrate our birthday as a church, it's not really about us. It's about Jesus, his birth, death on the cross for our sins and then victory over death and sin in his resurrection. So as we look forward as a church, let's refresh our focus on Jesus, who he is and what he's done for us. Because knowing him and being transformed by him, we know that we'll be a church who'll be keen to share him with other people in all kinds of ways. It becomes less about us or whether we do this or that thing. But being as David Smythe says, open for business. May God bless you all today. talking about family before, weren't we? I <laughs> uh, really wanted to end uh, with Ben because uh, he, he alluded to, I guess, my hope for today is that as we look and cherish and are proud uh, of the heritage and, and the way that God has worked amongst us and brought us together and, and has done amazing things, this is a, a catalyst for what is to come. Uh, you know, God calls individuals and uses those individuals based on who they are, on their character, on their, their lifestyle, on their personality. You know, God has called me to be uh, the lead pastor of the church and he's going to use me because I'm me. And he's called this church to be a light in the world because he's called this church to be who the church is. And we've just heard who the church is and that it, that character and that 
those values are going to be what God uses uh, as we head into the future. And next week, we're going to be looking at what we're believing the Lord is leading us in uh, now that we are sort of establishing ourselves here in the in the Belair area. What is God calling this character of the church into and leading us into uh, as we long to uh, make a difference, as Ben said, in the world around us? So that uh, sums up our birthday speeches. We're gonna um, we're gonna sing, and we're gonna sing a, a hymn that I'm sure many, many churches have sung over many, many years, and it is because of God's faithfulness that we are here. So we're going to join uh, with many across the world to sing this hymn, and I'm going to pass on death row. <laughs> Wasn't that great? Let's stand and give God the glory for his faithfulness.
Thanks, music team. And I really wanted to thank those that have been able to come forward and share a story this morning. I think if I look at pretty much everyone in this room, they would have a story or more than one story to tell about um, God's faithfulness. But I guess how that's worked out for them being part of this family in terms of being uh, supported, um, blessed, encouraged and also equipped to um, to allow God to work through them in, in lots of different ministry areas. So it's just fantastic to look back. Uh, it is wonderful to look forward to just see what God will do. So, yeah, that's that's a good thing. I uh, That's the end of the formalities for this morning, but uh, what would a birthday be without cake and coffee and tea? So uh, that's what we're going to share together now, uh, which would be great. So please, please stick around and uh, catch up for a chat and some food and a drink. If you come this morning wanting prayer or... Uh, you're looking for someone to just stand with you in prayer, either around a praise point or a need. Uh, Our team will be waiting in the prayer room, which is sort of just to the right before you head out and then the first door on the left. uh, There'll be someone there that'll be able to spend some time in prayer with you as well. So, yeah, it's been a great morning. Uh, Just God bless you all as you go out through this day and this coming week. And, yeah, look forward to seeing you all next week as we uh, hear about God's vision for this church for the year ahead. Thanks again.